0: If you're like me and looking to cut back on alcohol this year, Recess Zero Proof Craft Mocktails are the perfect alcohol replacement. They've recreated the cocktails you know and love, like their Ginger Lime Mule and Grapefruit Paloma, which happen to be my favorites. You can enjoy the flavors and feelings of those cocktails without the booze. Zero proof, zero compromise. Listeners can get 15% of the Recess Mocktail Sampler at takearecesscom autocall MAFS.
1: You guys know I don't drink very much. Hi, I'm Tane. And I'm Aide, And this is Alter Call, a Married at First Sight podcast. Hello,
0: hello. Welcome, everyone, to episode 18 of our
1: Alter Call Married at First Sight podcast. Hi, Aide. Hi, Tane. And this week, we have a very special guest.
2: We have Jen from the Wise and Wine podcast. Hi, Jen. Hi, you guys. I'm so nervous and excited and angry (laughs) and just ready to rip some people to shreds. But I really (laughs) appreciate you inviting me onto your show. I cannot wait to get started.
0: We are so glad that you are here. (laughs) No need to be nervous. Just let it all rip. Well, that's
1: (laughs) terrible. Let it all out. So we were on Jen's podcast um, in July. Uh, So, Jen, tell the people about your podcast.
2: Well, the original idea behind the Wise and Wine podcast was me. I had just quit my fifth job in the last two years, and I was thinking, well, I can't be the only one that's kind of meandering through a career and that where I thought I was going to be and where I ended up aren't the same thing. So let me have a podcast where I interview people about their career paths and figure out. If their career path was windy how they're successful at that and just kind of over time it evolved from that into you know including more things about my personal life so i talked my mother um, was a drug addict my entire life and passed away this year so i did an episode about that and then i've also evolved into including um reality shows and some of the other dumb things i'm obsessed with so reality shows and podcasts and I'm obsessed with Married at First Sight, but didn't have anybody to talk about it with because my boyfriend certainly does not care about this dumb show. And so I ran across your podcast and was like, yes, somebody that understands where I'm coming from and knows what I mean, and y'all had similar thoughts, and I loved your banter as friends, and so I have been addicted to and following you all ever since. And I was like, I want to talk to them. I just like them as people. I want to know more about them. And you guys were kind enough to do my show. So yeah, that's what my crazy, meandering, not super focused podcast is about now.
1: Lovely. So you said that you are a MAPS fan, which is why we were like, let's have Jen on so she could talk about MAPS with us. Mm -hmm. Um, So how
2: many seasons of the show have you watched? Oh, gosh, I want to say probably half. I kind of jump in and jump out, um, depending on what's happening. So I've definitely followed the last few, but I want to say maybe half of the seasons I've watched.
0: So, okay, your relationship with the MAPS world, do you have a favorite previous season and maybe a least favorite also?
2: Oh, goodness. Um, my favorite still as as lame as it sounds is the first one because I think the first one, they weren't aware of themselves. like nobody really knew what this was. They didn't know what they were doing. There was, you know, they didn't have social media followings. And so although Vaughn was trash, but he actually, <laughs> with me. so I I really was interested in what he was about. And I used to stalk him on our internal directory, but I loved Monet and very much loved Jason and Courtney (sighs) loved Doug. Still want to run over Jamie with my car.
0: (laughs) (laughs) We have similar thoughts. Yes. 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 Sounds about right. (laughs) So that being said, besides, you know, the couples that you liked in season one, is there any favorite couple across all the seasons of all time in Maps world?
2: oh goodness there's so many i want to say after the last unfiltered or the decision day episode i got a really different perspective of ashley and anthony and so i'm an ashley and anthony stan in a way that i wasn't before um yeah i think right now they're my favorite and of course it's really recent but brianna and vincent um i I can't get over him just like hey honey i have a surprise for you and cut off one of her braids (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> so, I feel like he's redeemed himself since then, but um, in the most recent year, I would say those two are my favorite.
1: Okay. So, talking of previous seasons, Tane, what's going on with everybody? All right, guys. I
0: wish I had a lot of social media updates for you guys, but I don't really have any. But the one thing I always have is where is Haley this week? <laughs> and this week, Haley is in Wales.
1: Wow. Did I that sound sarcastic? Funny. Because like it really <laughs> was a <laughs> real wow. Cause I'm like, I've never been to Wales.
0: I, I think for me, I think it is actually rude to ask someone, what do you do? Because like you're questioning their finances because it's not my business, but I'm actually just envious. Like how is she able to go to different countries all the time? Like that's the dream.
1: That is a very DC question. Like yeah. <laughs> what, when you meet people at parties, what do you do? So really? I think it's funny that you're like, no, I don't ask, ask that.
0: Well, that shows that I'm not from here. I'm a transplant. <laughs> but um, all right, A, you can tell
1: us. Is there anything going on in Reddit land? So in Reddit land, the cast is is making their presence known. And I had told everybody before about Johnny and his very weird fake account where he pretended to be someone who had dated Bao for a couple months, but also had offered to go to therapy with her after the relationship. And people are like who goes to therapy after a couple months, like, there were a lot of signs that this was clearly Johnny. Um, But something I forgot is that a couple people messaged him and asked him to prove that he had dated Bao. And um, he offered them nudes. Ew. Ew. Uh,
0: Yes. Like, actual Johnny or the person pretending to be Johnny or it was actually Johnny?
1: I think it was actually Johnny. <laughs> and the people on Reddit also had some pretty big signs that it was actually Johnny. So just in case we, like, thought he was trash. He was really, really trash. Um, so then the people who he had offered them to then went more like, this guy just offered me nudes. So, yes. And I just, I was like, how could I forget to tell the people that? But there was so much terrible stuff in those posts that I had actually forgotten that part.
2: <sighs> Where do you sound on Johnny, Jen? <sighs> You know, the car that I want to use to run over Jamie, I have a couple tires for, for Johnny too. What? I hate him so much. I don't. Johnny, Ryan, I, I can't with him. He <laughs> has no self-awareness and it's just staggering that even after watching himself, he's like, no, I double down. I, I stand yeah. by what I said. It's like, okay. Okay, bro.
0: So, if you had to pick gone to head
2: Johnny or Chris, um, I would on it sadly, Chris is worse because chris, I think the things that he did were so big and so just kind of unforgivable. Johnny's just a dick. He's just an idiot, and he's he's mean, but at least he kept it to just bow, which isn't great, but mm. Chris needs to spread it to everybody, <laughs> true. Chris,
1: so the other Reddit news was that Zach, like, someone guessed that Zach and Michaela had both agreed to say yeah, no on decision day. And then Michaela backed out of their agreement by saying yes. And Zach got on to be like, I wondered if anybody would figure this out. <laughs> it was actually pretty, I don't know, it was funny. I'm, i this is what Zach said, but the two of them are make me very, very confused all the time. So I'm like, I wonder if it's true or if he's lying or if she's lying. I can never tell.
0: Well, I think we kind of got an inkling on that. Like they had that agreement. But I mean, you don't come on there and tell me that you're the best person besides my mother. I love you. You're amazing. And say that to someone who is not quite all there and expect her not to back out. So, you know, I'm not surprised. So, yeah, that was the latest on Reddit. All right. So, we have something exciting today. Some of you might have been on our Instagram and seen that there was a live watch party for the reunion with members of the cast. We actually received it from one of our listeners. Shout out to Alimut.aa. Thank you for the heads up. And Aid always doing the Lord's work, (laughs) went out there and actually saw the people. Maybe talk to the people. I'll tell you guys that we haven't spoken about it. She refuses to tell me anything, and I don't have anything. So I'm going to hear this for the first time with you guys. So I'm so excited, and I can't wait. So, Aid, tell us all of the
1: tea. Okay, so first, the event itself. Um, It was not like a—remember when Ryan said on Unfiltered that they get together, like, six or seven of them, and watch it together? Yeah. This was just their regular viewing party that they do every week. And apparently, I guess a Houston influencer just happened to post about it this week. So, the vibe of the event, like, I'm not, I don't know how it's been because they've been doing this, you know, for however many weeks. Maybe the crowd was bigger before, but like, it was mostly their like friends and family. And then, like, me and this one other person were like the only two like fan people there. (laughs) And I'm not going to lie, like, it was a little bit odd. Because everyone's over their shit. (laughs) (laughs) Ryan um, was the host of the event. Like Ryan actually came up to me and the person who I went with and was super chatty, very friendly. I asked him probably a lot of questions and he answered them. I would say that Ryan is very uh, invested in like rehabilitating um, his personality, but not in a like Brett sucks kind of way, actually. Just like a... Well, there was just a lot of things they didn't show that would have made me look less bad mm. <laughs> and then his sister was also there and ch- i chatted with her for some time and she is like a fierce defender of her brother um i just I, we always say like people need to like not read stuff i don't know why we even bother because like his sister is on there <laughs> You know, like, looking like, what are people saying about me? And it is very clear that she's taken this stuff to heart. And I'm like, I didn't want to be like, like, I know that Ryan's sister has been on the season and like, you know, she was at the reunion. But I kind of wanted to be like, like, you're not, I've kind of forgotten about you in the intervening (laughs) weeks. I mean, I'm not a fan of hers, so. Oh, my favorite part was when she's like, I did mention, yeah, I have a, you know, I have a podcast with my friend. And she was like, have you talked a lot of crap about me? And I said, no, but I left off the other part, which was like, but my podcast partner. is <laughs> <laughs> not a fan.
0: <laughs> um,
2: what did you ask him?
1: I asked him why we as the fans always seem so frustrated with the experts, but why aren't they? Mm. Yeah,
2: that's
1: good. And he was like, well, production basically matches us. And the experts work with what they're given. Hmm. And then he said something to the effect of like, because I asked after there's the meetup with like the boys and the girls, no one ever seems to back out at this point. So he said, yeah, throughout the process, I was always asking like, what is the final day that I can get out of this basically? And he's like, they base their matches on who's left on the draft board. He said something like that, which to me means they're like left with a group of people. And they just kind of match whoever's left. Not Mm -hmm. necessarily that they're like picking matches based on people. Mm -hmm. He's like, me and Brett didn't have a ton in common. And maybe the reason for that is like someone else pulled out who was supposed to be matched or something like that. I kind of feel vindicated because I keep saying they keep throwing
0: darts on the wall and hoping it just sticks. But it's not because they put thought
1: into it. And it sounds like you are right.
2: And it isn't, that, isn't that how Mirla ended up on the show? Like, she wasn't the original person that one of her friends backed out, and her friend was like, Yeah, here's somebody. And that's how she ended up on.
1: That could certainly be the case. I think that's what I heard. And then I asked him, Well, how do you know this? Like, are you told? Do you figure it out as you're going through the process, or he's like, people start talking. Like, pr- basically, the more time you spend with production, the more they start telling you. And then mm-hmm. by the end of filming, you're like, oh, I figured. Okay, I figured that out.
0: Interesting. Did you ask him why he doesn't say their titles unless it's Doctor Pepper?
1: I was so tempted. It was in my <laughs> mind, but I was like trying to keep it friendly.
2: <laughs> this is why. <laughs> uh. <laughs> this is why. we in their aid this is what the people want to know but this is why like we always say like oh we
1: hope no one listens to us who actually is on the show and like we got to go back I think to our don't touch the poop like thing like because <laughs> now I'm, I'm not gonna lie I have more pot. like Ryan was very friendly and very nice of the four cast members who was there he was definitely the most engaging with like the fans all- Like the other three did like we took a picture together and they were certainly like pleasant, but it didn't feel like a fan event. It felt like I crashed their watch party that they have with their friends and family every week. It was Bao, Jose, Zach
2: and Ryan. Okay, So I have two questions about that. Exactly how short is Jose and did he bring his whiteboard? (laughs) He
1: did not bring his whiteboard. He is pretty short. He and I, actually, the only thing I talked to him about was like, we're both federal government employees. So we had like a shop talk type thing. I didn't actually ask him any questions about the show, but I will say there's no editing going on here. Like, these people are exactly who they appear to be on TV based on the very short conversation I had with them. Like, Jose really does talk like this.
0: <laughs> <laughs> was he wearing his cross?
1: I didn't even, I don't believe so, come to think of it. Oh, he didn't bring Jesus. Okay. <laughs> I cannot remember for sure, but it is not sticking out in my mind. Is he wearing socks? I can't (laughs) remember that either. Now I'm going to consult my picture. (laughs) And he is not wearing a
2: cross. (laughs) And on a scale from one to ten, exactly how sweaty was Zach. (laughs) Because (laughs) I've seen some photos and the boy looked nervous. Not nervous, but you know, he was very
1: um. I want to say restless. Like, like i was about to say just, agitated. Yeah, and mind you, like I didn't stay the whole time. Um, <laughs> so I didn't get to catch his reaction to him and Michaela's nonsense, but uh even the parts that we watched, you know, it just he seemed very restless. Um and the person I was with said that he just looked like he was over it, which I assume by the time you get to the reunion you're over it.
0: Yeah. I mean, but how over it are you if you're actually coming to a watch party that you're not getting paid for?
1: Hmm. (laughs) Well, they like each other. That part was definite. The four of them, at least, very friendly with each other, clearly like each other very much. So I can understand. And I did ask, like. If I was on TV, I'm not sure if I would want to watch all the things that have happened in a crowd And they alluded to the fact that there's only four of them still coming because basically as the show has gone on, (laughs) people are like, I don't want to watch this with you guys anymore. Um, Whether it's like the couples or I don't know, but people have dropped out Um, (laughs) and that they've gotten used to watching themselves there over it. I did ask them, this was like my corny joke that I guess I made twice. I was like, so what's it like to be a celebrity? And they just looked at me like, we're not celebrities. I'm like, my ass drove out here to see you. So yeah, you're a celebrity. (laughs) (laughs) Interesting. Anything else? No, um, for now. But as we uh, go through the show, uh,
2: I will share what was shared with me. Oh, last question. Was there anybody there from production, as far as you know? No, but they did say that at previous
1: watch parties, their producers have come out.
0: I wonder if their producers have to be from the city that they're filming in. What do I Guess not. No. We follow one of the producers, and she said she's been there since season one. So I'm guessing she's not moving every season. So
1: they mm-hmm. talked about how um, like some producers are on the new, are working on the new season. I think Bao even said like, oh, they're filming Unfiltered now. Um, and then another producer, they said they lost one in the middle of filming to Floribama Shore. which i watch i watch that too (laughs) we need to connect (laughs) i actually was like floribama shore and they're like yep floribama shore (laughs) (laughs) production does not live in houston i I don't i don't think maybe like i know production crews can be fairly large so maybe certain members of the crew but i think the main producers are just reality tv professionals who work wherever
2: a show is being shot okay what kind of hot mess must MAFS be where somebody considered Floribama Shore an upgrade?
0: Exactly. I was just thinking that. I was like, where would I rank them? But I keep telling 8 all the time, I think MaPS is so niche that Floribama Shore is MTV at the end of the day. It's true. Which I think ranks a little higher than Lifetime, unfortunately. So, Yeah. Mm.
1: Mm. Val said that there was, like, a variation in quality of producers. Um, Mm. Like, some producers, and this is, you know, from the cast perspective, she's like, some producers are, like, focused, they know what they want, we get stuff done, they let you say what you want instead of constantly trying to get you to to say what they want. And then Mm. others are, like, unfocused and, like, waste your time. And I was like, well, your guys are working while you're doing this, so I'm sure you just, like, when you're filming, you want to just get it done. And they were like, yeah, so
0: do we know who Montre was assigned to this season
1: i that I, you know that i should have asked but no
2: no one mentioned Montre. okay okay since i'm in texas I, obviously we can't do next week because of thanksgiving but if they have another watch party the week after thanksgiving i will join you and i will ask all these questions i have so many and i have no shame i will ask that <laughs> question i will ask ryan why he didn't get brett something more special after her dog died, I will ask the difficult questions if you join me, because I feel like I might need backup.
1: I think, well, I figure, OK, so next week is the second part of the reunion, but it's also Thanksgiving. So I don't think they'll be doing it. I, I don't know. And then the show's kind of over. So I don't I think this is the end. I, I think we missed our window. Oh, damn it. I mean, now, um, Ryan even referenced. Where are they now? Um, I, I don't know if they'll have a watch party for that. We'll see if anybody posts about it. And that same, she's like an influencer um, who posted about this one. We'll see if she posts again. Or you guys just stop buying your tickets for Boston. So, oh, that's right. If the the Boston (laughs) people better have a watch party, we can go to too. Lifetime needs to do better. Like, you should have a premiere party and invite us. Okay. (laughs) Anyone's listening. So, (laughs) long as Jamie's not there.
0: Any last, last, last final thoughts that you have, Aid?
1: I'm going to put in a spoiler alert here, but Zach and Bao did arrive together, and I would suspect that they are together. They were not overly, like, anything, but there were some touches and there were some, like, vibes that I was like, I really, I don't read, I mean, I don't believe all of these Reddit rumors, but it looks like this one is correct.
0: I believed it at first. Then I went to... Maybe they're just trying to fake us out. And then I kept watching Zach and Johnny yesterday at the reunion. And I'm like, when did it start? Because they seem okay with it. But now that you say this, I'm
2: like, really? So it's really real? I think it's really real. And I'm going to say I don't hate it. I I see them together. I feel like it makes sense. And I also they have the cheat sheet on each other after watching each other for a season, they have the cheat sheet for a relationship to know, all right, I know X, Y, and Z about this man. I know X, Y, and Z about this woman. So I feel, I I don't hate it. I feel like it could work. I'm really hoping it started within the four months when
0: they filmed the reunion. So it comes up because Um, that would be a missed opportunity.
1: I believe it will come up in the, where are they now? Which we will be covering on Patreon. Um, last year, we were so sick of the people that we didn't even do Where Are They Now? I still have never watched it to this day. But this season, I want to find out more about Zach and Bao, um, and some other things that may come up, too. You know, it's been a long time
0: since a season where I was interested in the couples after they were done. Like you mentioned, Jen, I was very attached to season one couples. Like, I just really liked them. I followed Monet on all his spin-off shows, Black Love and all that stuff or whatever. But this recent season, it's like once the season is done, they wear me out through the season. If not for couples cam in this podcast, I'm just ready to, you know, it's like an actor. Method acting and then you're done after the movie wraps. I'm just not interested in them
2: anymore. I agree. I think it's You know, and again, I think some of the earlier couples, it was pre-social media. So there wasn't this whole, you know, we got to see their lives unfold organically. We got to see some of them become parents or some of them pursue actual careers versus them just becoming influencers. Like, I just, I happen to follow Clara on TikTok and every once in a while, she's got some cute ones. And every once in a while, it's like, okay, I need you to calm down with this Taylor Swift business. Um, (laughs) But... The ones that actually like to see Jason become a firefighter and to see mm-hmm. Monet do, you know, for the ones that actually had careers, it's fun to follow them. I don't want to follow Mirla and her fitness line or her line of eyelashes or whatever shit she's going to come up with next. I don't care.
0: <laughs> I am with you on that. So, well, Aid, thank you. You did good. And hey. try, uh, uh, On short notice, too, but you did good. Thank you for all of that information. So
1: You're very welcome.
0: All right, guys, we'll be right back.
1: And we're back. We will now dive into this okay reunion. What did you guys actually think overall of the reunion episode, part one? Jen, you go first.
2: Okay. I think there were some things that I was surprised by and some things that I wasn't surprised by. So it was a good mix of reinforcing what we already knew, but also getting some new information. I came away wanting to hug Gil so hard with my lips. Um, <laughs> <laughs> hold
0: up, hold up, hold up.
2: Are you one of those? Oh, Are you
0: a Gil lover?
2: I am. I'm waiting for him to come out of Insta jail because I have DMs stored Ooh. on ready for that man I love 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 Gil and I I know some people don't but I I don't know I mean and maybe it's just him compared to the other husbands that are terrible that he comes out looking so wonderful but just seeing him pour his heart out I was like oh yeah I'll i will hold you in my bosom mm. by some people you mean me and Tang. <laughs> yeah <laughs>
1: like Gil irritates me so much <laughs>
0: And it's worse because we don't find him attractive. So we're like, "Mm." hmm.
2: If you have fans out there that do and need somebody to relate with, I've got you. I got you covered.
0: (laughs) There's many of them. I think we're in the minority, actually. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off. I was just checking, just making sure where you stood. But go ahead, please.
2: <laughs> that was it. I think that's all I have covered for that. I have well, I'll jump into more details. But I, I was proud of Kevin Frazier this time for asking the hard questions. That was good. He did let a couple people off a little bit easier than I would like him to. But um I think for the most part it was it was good. I'm not really looking forward to the next one, but this one was a good start. I, on the other hand. I
0: don't know how they managed to have a reunion where, like you said, had a lot of surprises because I feel like I learned a lot of new information that I didn't know because we've been trying to avoid spoilers. But at the same time, it was boring. Like, I enjoyed Decision Day more than the reunion. Like, I don't know. I don't know how they managed to do that, but that sums it up for me on how it was. And I just thought Kevin Frazier, who I'm always so excited to see, was not at his best but I'm not sure.
1: <laughs> but yeah, that's how I felt. I was so annoyed. Like Kevin's like, "Oh, due to COVID, I can't be with them." I'm like, "What are you talking about?" Yeah. COVID is get you a, by by the time they shot the reunion, everybody could be vaccinated. What what, what are you talking about? But I'm just going to assume maybe there's like a really good reason why he can't be in the same room with them, but
2: I did, I was very disappointed by that.
0: I was too.
2: I'm just going to assume he didn't want Michaela throwing anything at him. <laughs> She's like, no, I'm not staying in that room. I won't be so separate.
1: She can throw something at that TV if she wants to, but she ain't getting me. <laughs> but even though they weren't
0: in the same room, I did appreciate how it was shot. They tried to minimize you realizing or reminding you that they were in separate rooms. They kept shooting from like the torso up and filming from different angles where it looked like they were in
1: the same room. So we start off with, like, a package of what's going to happen, which I was like, this is annoying because, yeah, we're about to watch this. And then we roll into Rachel and Jose. I liked Rachel's dress. Um, first, they were talking about how well the experts did and they're such a good match, which later on you're just like, what were they talking about? Anyway, And then, <laughs> but I appreciated that Kevin finally called Jose out properly for locking her out.
2: Mm-hmm. Um,
1: and made him admit that he did it on purpose because he has been very wishy-washy about that, even on unfiltered. And Kevin, exact quote was, that was foul. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> yes, Kevin, yes! <laughs> Jose does an apology and is supposedly remorseful, but he never actually looks Rachel in the eye when he delivers that apology. Nope. And Rachel says that she sees both sides of everything, which I just, I did not understand that at all. Um, she did then try to sort of defend him like, oh, he wouldn't know that I wouldn't have a place to sleep. He locked her out of your house. Well, <laughs> by deductive reasoning, if you lock someone out of where they sleep, uh, they're not gonna have anywhere to sleep. Oh, but he thought that he would, she would be able to sleep with one of the other girls, but none of them answered the door. So she ended up at the ex's house, which once again, we we glossed over this. <laughs> Yeah. There was an extended thing about how she sat, was well, she's supposed to sit in the hallway, but they never, they still are not addressing this. I went and st- called my ex. I will say that every time I lock a door now, I think to myself, I secure my property. <laughs> 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 and I thank Jose for that.
0: <laughs> I think Mia was a little confused because I just got the impression that she walked the producer out like just to walk her out like someone's leaving you escort them out and then she was back in like five minutes or something but I don't know if I got that story wrong and is it that from what Jose is saying it was like she was out for like a long time and then he got pissed and is like well I don't know where you're going and then he secured his property what did you guys think like I I don't know what
1: the scenario is anymore My favorite part is trying to guess. And I just, I feel like she walked the producer out, but she didn't stop talking to her. And you know when you walk, like, like, Tane, you know, we're Nigerians. When you say goodbye to someone, it could take a long time. So, Mm -hmm. (laughs) like, when you walk, I mean, I have seen goodbyes last upwards of an hour. So I just assume that she walked her out, but they continued talking, and they might have talked for a while. And the longer they talked, the more Jose got pissed off, and then he's like, I'm just going to lock her out. Jen, what do you
2: think? I think it was a timestamp on it. The timestamp of him locking the door said 1230, something like 1234. And then she started pounding on the door at like 102. So I agree. I think she walked this producer out, but remember she walked this producer out after her husband basically cursed her out on camera in front of another person. So yeah, they're going to have some stuff to talk about. So yeah. yeah, I I don't, I think it's so weird that, In half an hour, he was like, oh, well, she's not coming back. I mean, and I think she said that her purse and her phone were on the table, which I don't know how she called her ex, but she didn't have anything. (laughs) That's why she was so confused. And then, yeah, and I don't want anybody giving kudos to Jose for admitting it, because he really didn't. I think what Kevin said, Kevin kept pressing him and pressing him, and then Jose said something like, well, black or white, let's say yes. Well, we say yes because it's true, you idiot. We don't say yes because you're trying to console somebody. I can't with Jose. This whole... I secure my property. Man, you don't own that. You're at a rented apartment complex. What do you possibly have in there? Your whiteboard? Nobody cares about your whiteboard. Like I just, that whole thing is so intimidating to me and the fact that she's put up with it and I'm trying to be delicate cause I do plan to follow her once she's out of Insta jail cause I want to know about all of her outfits. Um, but I don't know how you come back from this. This isn't like a, oopsie, I locked you out especially because the next day when they talked about it and she said, I'm ready to move move on. I can't be married to you. He was like, cool. So uh, there's just nothing about this situation where it feels redeemable. He's never fully apologized to her. I don't think, even when pressed on national TV, he didn't turn to her and say, babe, I'm so sorry. It'll never happen again. Like what you expect somebody with remorse to say. His, yeah, yeah I can't, no. Oof.
1: I think what- I mean, I don't think she should be, but Rachel just keeps on saying over and over again, like, basically, she's over it. So that's why I'm like, well, I guess you're sticking it out for the time being, because I just get the sense that we're all more upset about it than she is. Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah. It's like she was making excuses for him. Even when she said, oh, I'm guessing he figured that I would stay with one of the girls. It probably didn't cross his mind. He was just angry at you.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. So they continue on and they do like a oh, dramatic uh, Kevin asks, Are you guys still together? I will admit that I, well, when she said, okay, well, after, you know, the show ended, we broke up and I expected her to follow up with, but then we got back together real quick, um, which is basically kind of what happened, but they're still in a kind of a weird place where they're working on it. They're getting better day by day. But the issue was she moved into his house and then he was like, you're not unpacking your stuff or you have too much stuff. And she's like, well, but the neutral apartment with the experts, we did well. No, you really didn't, Rachel. You really didn't. (laughs) Um, (laughs) She says their emotional connection deteriorated. So she's living at her mom's house. So I was wondering like, was she living at her mom's house before or had she given up her apartment to move in with him? And then when they didn't work out, now she's living at her mom's house.
0: I think the latter. Same. I think the latter. I have a couple of thoughts. One, I don't know if I'm the only one. I did not expect that breakup. No, I didn't. Was even. anybody else? <laughs> I wasn't. I was very surprised about that. And then my immediate thought was, now you know that Rachel ran to an ex during the break because <laughs> that seems to be <laughs> that seems to be her ammo. And uh, it seems like Jose was right about Rachel leaving when things get hard. But I don't know if that qualifies as a pattern because when she left the first time, it was valid. He was being rude to her. But I don't know if there are other things that have happened because Jose did mention that a lot of times during the show that you know he's just worried about the fact that she's going to leave when things get hard. But my final thing is I don't know if they can come back from this separation. I understand that they came back from the fight, but even that was mind-blowing but I don't know if they can get over this. I mean, if you separate it and the issues aren't quite resolved, you're just biding time
2: until another breakup to me. I agree. And I think I follow um, Mav's fan on Instagram and love her. I assume it's a her with the spoilers. So I did see a while ago about a trip that they had taken to Mexico. So I was like, oh, they're still together. Oh, shocker. But then Johnny or somebody had posted a picture of Mirla, Rachel and Johnny at the World Series. And I was like, Oh, that's weird. Because Jose is a huge, you know, baseball. Yeah. Fan. It's weird that he's not there, too. So I wasn't completely surprised that they weren't together. I was a little bit relieved more than anything. And then when they got into the conversation about, Oh, well, we're still trying to work it out. But then they switched to the well, you have too much stuff. And I was just like, this is what? <laughs>
1: you guys- when he made that joke about too, like wanting her but not her stuff, I'm like, you guys are doomed. I think Jose <laughs> expected her to just like slide into his life.
2: Yep. Yes. And it's not working. <laughs> Absolutely. The note that I had that he was looking for a, a plug and play wife. He just wanted to just drop her in his life and not be concerned about what she wanted at all. And yeah. I didn't know that crap about the travel, daddy. Whatever.
1: That whole segment was like an opportunity for Jose to like somehow convince us that he's different from what he was the whole time we were watching. Like, no, I want to travel, but Mm -hmm. I want to spend the most amount of money when I travel. And I was just like, what is going on here? Mm -hmm. (laughs) I mean, I wish someone asked where they book trips to because you could still book a trip to San Antonio. I know. I was like, unless one of those trips is to Switzerland, I
2: don't want to hear about it. Honestly. Yeah, this whole, like, I I ball when I travel, you know, when I go to the hill country in Texas. <laughs> <laughs> there's nothing, there's nothing, I live here. What are you talking about? <laughs> I need to get away from here. I don't spend money to stay here. You're crazy. I actually
1: looked I, up how much that um the retreat place was, just for fun. I found it on Airbnb. It's $1,500 a night. What retreat place? Where hmm. they went for the
2: couples retreat in Brenham.
0: Oh, the rent. Oh, okay. Got you. Got you. Got you.
2: The barn dominium. Yeah, I looked that up too. I was like, hmm, I don't think I have this many friends to fill this place, but I really do want to go.
0: <laughs> I think with Jose's personality too, I'm not even sure if it's that he wants Rachel back as a person. It's his mentality of his character where he's like, he's a win 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 guy. It's almost like, I, won- I win her back. I'm the only person who stayed together in this season. That's how I see it. It doesn't seem like he sees her for who she is as a person, which goes in line with the whole plug and play thing. But it's just more about winning. I wanted a wife. I'm going to win the wife. I'm going to keep the wife because this is what I do.
1: Mm -hmm. So, you know. So they show a clip of Rachel talking to her friend about how she doesn't know what Jose does, which honestly, this was very interesting to me because I actually know someone who had the same job. (laughs) Like she was the spacesuit person at NASA And she actually took me to the Johnson Space Center and like, we spent a half hour talking about spacesuits. I assume that there are very few people in the world who I could have had this conversation with, but apparently Jose is one of them. But there was nothing interesting about that clip besides for me.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I think what was interesting was um, I recently saw a tweet about that saying that adulting is not really knowing what your friends do, which I think is true. You have an idea what they do. Like for me, it's people that's like, if you ask my friends, what does she do? They're like, oh, she's in marketing. But that doesn't say what I actually do. And I think that's the case for a lot of my friends. I know what industry or sector, but if you ask me to break down what they do, I'm like, "Uh, I think they do this. So
2: that's what made me chuckle about it. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought his job was so specific and and boring. And I was so curious. I'm like, isn't Rachel an educator? <laughs> How do you not... <laughs> understand what he does it's not that complicated he finds parts and he makes sure the parts fit the end he's like he's like a space mechanic
0: i don't get it well you have to imagine jose explaining it to
2: her yeah. of course she's going to tap out <laughs> <laughs> I, forgot, I forgot That's what detail that he would provide and how and there's probably <laughs> flashcards and pictures and he talks in detail about the x j9000 part going into yeah i forgot who i was talking about my bad
0: yeah yeah one last thing on Rachel and Jose my I don't know if it's a hot take I don't think Rachel is sexually attracted to Jose Mm, I know I'm not (laughs) and I think that is the root of them you know when they moved in and all that yes they were touchy touchy feely but I remember when they had consummated the marriage and I think Dr. Viviana asked that it was so awkward the way they were like, yeah, yeah, it's fine. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was just weird. And then ever since then, it's just been like a weird vibe in that area. And then when this whole breakup came up again, I was like, I kind of think that's what it is. Like a Haley type situation, except she likes everything else about him, except that part.
1: So when they played the package at the beginning or at some point where you see Rachel saying like, remember at the wedding where she was like, I wanted like personality and not looks, yeah. I was like, hmm, Um, this was also a part of the watch party where Alexa was like, yeah, they went after her for that. And that's where I'm like, oh, the perception of the people on the show is not the same as the rest of us.
2: Like, did (laughs) anybody go
1: after Rachel for that? I don't recall. I don't think so. Mm -hmm. Although in this
0: episode, she did say, she told Kevin that I was so glad I got the looks and the personality. And I was like, did you? Lies not even the personality. So. Sometimes. All right. Okay, so we move
1: on to Brett and Ryan. So, last night as I said, Ryan was very um talkative and open and I would say that he was not trying to trash Brett at all, but like I said, he was like the perception of things was not the reality. Mm-hmm. So, he and his sister before the show even started playing we're talking about how brett had had this boyfriend for most of the time but something he also acknowledges that he didn't find out about the boyfriend until after they were done so it's kind of hard to like justify your behavior based on something you did not know at the time
0: i will start by saying that brett's outfit was a no from head to toe
1: <laughs> oh gosh i was like why <laughs> i don't understand why pretty people wear such unattractive clothes like There are ways to have your girls out, but that was not the way.
0: Uh, If only that was the only thing, from the color to the contrast against her hair, because she surely got a fresh dye job, to her boobs, she just looked uncomfortable, and then there were some kind of feathers poking at the bottom, so I didn't even want to see it with her standing up. It was just a no from head to toe. So they seem to be okay, like, you know, in general, like I actually genuinely believe that there's no bad blood, you know, between them. Um, Kevin asks all the questions, and Ryan just says that he regrets not being honest and being upfront. And Brett says she doesn't see a growth in Ryan. Okay, she didn't actually say that, but but Kevin asked her if she saw any growth in him, and she was silent when asked um ryan says that what he learned was that he's always quick to jump to the physical and never actually considered the emotional part of it but he was very mindful of it with her and didn't want to push the agenda of sex you know knowing what their situation was now jen aid and i have talked about this like there's no good way for how he could have handled it with um with brett do you respect ryan a little bit more like he wasn't cruel like what are your thoughts in that whole situation where he wasn't cruel to her but he wasn't honest at the same time like what would have been a better way to handle it or do you think he handled it okay the best way he could
2: no that's a smooth no on all accounts <laughs> ryan is no 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 i can't say no hard enough um i my problem with ryan is that he didn't even try and i think this is it was a I don't know. He didn't even try, and um, unless we, I really need to see footage of what happened on the plane because whatever happened on their <laughs> airplane to their honeymoon, <laughs> have messed up his entire life. And why we don't have video of whatever nonsense she pulled on the plane, I—that's I, the only thing I can think of that would redeem Ryan. But I think. <laughs> His inability to see past her looks. And yes, do yeah. they have some fundamental differences? Absolutely. But, yeah. and I'll put my personal stuff in here that my boyfriend and I have fundamental differences. He's from a small town in the country, I'm from the city. Like, he enjoys UFC. I, do I enjoy UFC? No. Do I watch it every Saturday? Yep. For the last four years. And This is just those compromises that you make with your partner. And are they going to be everything? And are you going to be a perfect match? But no, you try some stuff. And if it doesn't work, then you're like, all right, partner, you do this stuff without me and we'll do something else. Like he just never put anything into looking beyond the things about her that he he says he fundamentally didn't like. Again, whatever she freaked out about on the plane was probably intense. Her being scared of everything. I don't know how you're scared of a manatee. Her being scared of everything. Super annoying. It is an animal. <laughs> it's a, they it's are a, unpredictable. It is a sea cow. Manatees do nothing. They get caught in both, and Their arms get chopped off. There's literally nothing that this manatee is going to do to you. But... That is she messy? Absolutely. But to me, none of these things are things that you, if you were a participative partner, that you couldn't have worked through. But I think he was looking for things because he wasn't attracted to her. He was making a checklist of reasons not to try and reasons why her not being his person was it. But it ultimately came down to the fact that he wasn't attracted to her. So no, there's nothing... Brian can do to redeem himself in my eyes, even with even if she had another person before decision day, why wouldn't she like you were giving her nothing, absolutely nothing. You did the obligatory stuff by coming home. But I feel like it was such a huge miss on his part when her dog died to not acknowledge that in some way you're a dog owner, not only are you a dog owner, now she has to live with your dog after her dog has died. And the fact that their next date or whether the timeline works out was them. And I'm sure the producers put the package together about their wedding. I would have Ryan would have redeemed himself for me if he had put together a package about her dog. If if he had put a bunch of photos or videos, if he asked her friends like, hey, I want to do this for Ryan and maybe showed the dog, then he would have redeemed himself for me. But the fact that he did nothing this entire time is, I don't know, I just can't forgive him for that. I hate Ryan.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I think you bring up two very good points. I think, you know, that question they ask, where did everything go wrong? It was the plane. The plane that we never got to see what happened. That's where everything changed. And I think the other part about him not trying is true because Brett says it all the time. Everyone's focused on Ryan or Brett not being his type, but Brett always fires back with, he's not my type either but i'm willing to try and it's true if she, he if he just made that effort the way that she was and willing to look past their fundamental differences there might have been something so but i mean we got 20% men this season so yeah <laughs> um so we are joined by his sister alexa um she tells kevin that you know they loved her sorry i activated the alexa in my room <laughs> it just came on and i was like um so she tells us or them that you know they did love bread and she fit in well and she's independent and ryan could have used a girl like her and she wished that it worked and kevin kept pushing her like you felt that way you were on her side right you were on her side how about now and then Alexa reveals that her feelings have changed because she found out that Brett was seeing someone and all the while she was telling her that Ryan was distracted. A, did you ask her anything about this or?
1: Oh, I didn't have to ask her. (laughs) (laughs) She was like, this was all happened before the show even aired. So I had seen this stuff on Reddit about how Brett supposedly had a boyfriend. Um, and she said, I found out about the boyfriend right after I sat down with her. But did we also notice that Alexa basically made it sound like Ryan had cheated on people before? And that's why she thought he was cheating again? Yep. She totally threw her brother under the bus. <laughs> yeah. And, and that is a trait of hers that I like because she's clearly very supportive and very protective. But she does call him out on his stuff. So I took it, like, I kind of took it, serious. I would say, seriously. When she said, yeah, I found out about the boyfriend after I sat down with her and I have screenshots and Ryan's like, I have screenshots, like what she referenced. Uh, So yeah. Um, and So Brett
0: keeps insisting that it's not true. She's not seeing anyone right now. The sister just keeps insisting that she's still seeing him. Brett was like, yes, she did meet someone, but she didn't pursue him until everything was said and done. And that situation is done as well. I got to tell you, ladies,
1: I felt like Brett was lying. Oh, I would say she's lying based on that. Because <laughs> the funniest part, so during the commercial break between um, when they asked the question and when she answered, Ryan came over to my table and was like, she's going to say four things. So I wonder which ones they'll put in because she's like, oh, nothing happened. Oh, this. So there's four different stories. And he just wasn't sure. Um, Alexa and Ryan also, um, cause they were saying, oh, she posted a picture with him on Instagram last week. They're still together. <laughs> um, and I was like, well, you know, we can't see your Instagram cause all of y'all are on private. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, oh, and that's what Ryan said. Oh, mass fan has it. <laughs> <No>.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh man. I did, I just I did wondered, see the picture. I did see it. It was again, love Massfan. fan. Um, they were at, it was some kind of group dinner thing. And there was a, it was a row of white women and then this random black man. So I'm assuming that's him. For everybody kept asking in the, in the chat, they're like, is that Zach? <laughs> is that Gil? <laughs> so indiscriminate black man, it was in the background. So maybe that's who she's dating.
1: Ryan also said that when she met this guy, she was with Val. So when he talks about validated from other sources, I assume he means Bow. <laughs> because she was there when he read it and he said this will come up on where are they now oh that's interesting okay Mm. it's very fascinating it
0: seems like like you guys knew about it i'm always trying to avoid all i don't go to reddit at all and a mass fan is like a minefield for me i'm always like trying to get all the stuff then i see spoiler and then i'm jumping out not to know so i had no idea and i was truly shocked that um Brett was seeing someone, and then by her body behavior, I was like, oh, Brett, I've been defending you this whole time. (laughs) Because to me, it seems like it was equivalent to the whole dating app situation. Or do you you guys think it's the same thing?
1: Because I think it's the same thing. I could understand. I think at that point, he knew about the boyfriend. So I think I'd be really upset if I'm getting bitched out about a dating app when you are dating someone else. (laughs) And I did ask him, like, why did you not call her on this stuff? And something else I asked was, when you guys are filming, are the producers talking to you about how things look? Are they talking to you about, like, feelings and relationship and, like, that stuff? Or are they also mentioning, like, you know, this is going to look bad? And he said, producers never talk about how things look. But you yourself are constantly thinking of it. Like, you think about it. And he's like, I was very worried about looking bad. So sometimes I just didn't say things.
0: Mm. That's tough. And they got a bunch of men who are just really concerned about how they come off this season.
1: And I will say, I feel like Brett referenced this too. Like, I don't think that he's upset that she has a boyfriend. I think the only thing Mm -hmm. he's upset about is being yelled at about a dating app while she had a boyfriend. Brett basically Mm -hmm. said we never had a relationship to get much upset about anything. Like. Mm -hmm. I don't think anybody's really going to go hard for Brett about the TG cheating because what did they have? (laughs) Mm
2: -hmm. Yeah. And I like that you had more intimate conversations with Ryan than Brett ever did. That cracks me up. (laughs) (laughs) So he's capable of it. (laughs) You would
1: be shocked at how... He is the same. Like, I'm not saying he was a different personality. He was just very open and very willing to talk.
0: Yeah. I, I I actually found him likable this reunion. I don't know. But Kevin asked Brett what the toughest thing is after filming the show. And she says that the toughest thing is being in her empty apartment without her dog. Mm-hmm. And... You know, like said, Brett mentions that they're able to be civil because, you know, it just never got off ground and there's just nothing to be angry about. So Kevin calls it a healthy divorce and they both high five each other. And, you know, that's all we got from them. Anybody else have anything else to add?
2: I did like the color of her outfit. I agree that it didn't fit, but <laughs> green, A, green is my favorite color. And B, I thought it looked, it was a good contrast between her pale, pale, pale skin and her red, red hair. I, I like the color palette. I, it just, the green outfit didn't work, but I, but I enjoyed the color palette. So again, I might be the minor, minority on that one.
1: I thought the uh-huh. green dress brought out the green in her eyes.
2: Yeah, I did too. I liked it. I mean, Alexa and her high-low is not invited to Thanksgiving dinner this year, but... She said that high-low! <laughs> oh, her
1: dress. You guys, what is the high-low?
2: Like, the dress? It was like
1: it... Easter.
0: Oh, sorry. Oh. No, um, the front was uh low. <laughs> the front was high the and front the front back was high. Yeah, and the back was low. Like, oh, okay. Was like a train or whatever. I was like, she got her best Easter outfit on. She did. She did. She's like, hey, this is why
1: you can't meet people. I'm like, oh, I can't make fun of her outfit. I just saw her last night. (laughs) (sighs) All right. All right, guys. We'll be right back. And now we're back with Gil and Merla. (sighs) They start with um, a never before scene, which was Gil giving Merla a massage on the honeymoon. If you will recall, they actually showed this scene in a preview and then never got around to showing it on the show. So I guess now that's why they've decided to show it at the reunion. Mm. I mean,
0: I just wanted to say, Gil came in looking all stylish with red bottoms, a beard. And I'm like, okay, Gil, still don't like you. But Merla's <laughs> boots were fabulous. Loved it.
1: Here, see, I did not know that Louboutins came from men. Damn. I didn't know that until t- last night. <laughs> yeah i was like is there another brand that has red bottoms for men i thought louboutins were red high heels and then okay (laughs) same (laughs) and a strong dislike what (laughs) (laughs) they didn't look good it doesn't have the same effect
0: oh kevin just asked him a little bit about what he thought about the process and you know the whole kit kiss on the cheek and he was like he was ready for it to be a slow process but it was an even slower process but he was willing to just buckle down and i was proud of kevin for asking gil if he ever felt or was it merla if he ever felt like he crossed the line with all the jabs and the pokes that he kept going up for merla and merla actually said that she was bothered about it and gil seemed surprised Like, oh, this is the first time that I'm ever hearing about this. That if he didn't like her, he wouldn't do it. I'm like, um, there's a line. And then it evolves into this weird argument about her saying... No one has ever, no one she's dated has ever called her high maintenance. And Gil is like, well, because they're high maintenance with you. And then she's like, no, that's not the case. And he goes back and forth. And I'm like, oh my God, Gil, they're just not as broke as you were. So <laughs> she's not going to have to complain and be negative because they're already on the same page.
1: But it's
0: weird. It was just like a weird argument.
1: <laughs> you know, Kevin is shocked that they're not together. I can't say that I was shocked, mainly because I had seen spoilers, but also just because I'd watched the show. Marilyn said that they weren't together because he didn't hit the wickets, including financial stability. And then she said it was because she wasn't happy. There wasn't enough attraction. We're just not for each other. And Kevin asked if it's the first time he's heard it. He's like, no, it's the second time. The first time is when she decided to leave. And his whole thing is, I felt blindsided. I thought we had great communication. And then like, out of nowhere, she's like, oh, I want to break up. Gil is more emotional than he was the whole season. Um, Mm -hmm. They talk about decision day and, you know, we talked about what we wanted or agreed on what we wanted. Apparently he sold everything he owned. He kept his blender, his clothes and his dog, and they moved in together. And then a month later she decided to move out. It's crazy. I
0: I don't, I don't know how I felt about this. Like I've been supporting Merla this whole time. Like I find her amusing, but, I kind of think Gil has a has a point about being blindsided because she said she felt that way from the beginning. Like, I know their differences were there. We saw
1: the differences, but I don't know that her body language was the same. The differences that we focused on all season are not the differences that she's now talking about.
2: Mm.
1: Really? Well, now she's talking about attraction and we're just not for each other. That didn't really come up. I could have sworn she
0: said she was attracted to him. But yeah, I don't know. It's still odd to me. It it just seemed like a huge 180. What do you think, Jen?
2: Yes, so she did say there was no chemistry, the financial stability was always gonna be an issue and his sad little attempt of, oh, I make a hundred dollars more every two weeks. What? That was so weird. (laughs) So (laughs) weird.
0: Why did you just say I make $10,000
2: more or something? (laughs) Probably because your taxes are low. (laughs) It was so weird. Is that overtime? Like, what are you talking about? And why
1: (laughs) is it even relevant? And I assume that he, the thing is, I swear to God, he was including deferred compensation. So things yes. that he's gonna get in retirement. So what does that have to do with anyway?
2: <laughs> yeah, or you know when he does those calendars on the weekends. <laughs> I don't know. He, he gets extra money from somewhere. But I will say, as a divorcee, um, that there's signs before you decide to leave. There's signs before yeah, you yeah. tell your person, especially in a marriage, that you're ready to go. The number of times I played Stranger in my house before I got divorced and there's a song by Shawn Mendes called three little words. Look it up. These are classic, like I'm done with you songs. So I feel like as cold as she's coming off, I I feel like there were signs and he was just ignoring it because like Jose, he just wanted to be married. And I don't think, I don't know how many times you can tell your person you're annoying you're negative, you bring me down, whatever. Like, why weren't you paying attention to that stuff, Gil? Like, you knew she wasn't for you either, but you wanted to be married so badly that you ignored all of these signs. So I don't think she's cold. I Well, I, 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 yeah, I do think she's cold because I'm a Gil fan. Um, the way she came across was cold, but she also came across as somebody that had already made their decision and that already made her mind up. And so this being on the show and filing for divorce was just you know, a formality. She had checked out forever ago. So I get where she's coming from. I just think with Gil, you just have to be a little bit more delicate with him. And and he didn't get that from her. So I get it. I'm. When he said, I've never had an issue with rejection. <laughs> I was just like, yeah, no, because other than Aiden Tain, most women think you're extremely attractive. So yeah, no, you <laughs> haven't had to deal with insecurity. So now we can add Mirla, Tane and Aid to the women that don't find you attractive. But yeah, so I, I it was hard to watch him go through all of that. And I think he came out in his red bottoms and his popped collar on his suit with no socks to really maybe change her mind. You know, when you see your ex and you're like, I'm going to do it up so that maybe they'll change my mind that's what it felt like to me that he was just let me show her what she's missing and she wasn't missing any of that
1: I also think she made a mistake in trying to convince him or us or whoever that she did this for him (laughs) Mm, not because I think she was lying I actually think she was being honest she was like you were not happy with me the same way I was not happy with you but you cannot break up with someone and Try to convince them that you did them a favor when they're not in agreement with the breakup. Mm -hmm. You just have to say, for me, myself, I'm done. Yeah. Yeah. I
0: actually, I, if she, maybe she was cold, but I don't even have a problem with that. I think for me, it just seemed like a turnaround. Like, it just meant, like, does it mean that she was dishonest the entire time? She just seemed like she was into him. The entire time. So if fourteen days after she decided like I don't want to be with you anymore. So what changed? Like was the chemistry not there from beginning? She never said anything, but someone is so honest. That's where I'm just very surprised at the about turn of it all.
2: Well, it explains why she bonded with Johnny so much. Which annoys <laughs> me because I like Merla and I'm like, why? <laughs> uh. Yeah, I don't know. I think it's just I again, I feel like when she said at that dinner, I choose to love my husband, it was like, oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> and she said the same thing on decision day, which
1: kind of like I was like, wait a second, you're still doing this choose to love thing? So she was honest at the reunion when she said, I never told you I loved you, because she really never did, at least not to us.
2: Yeah. I choose so, to love my husband is something you say after 25 years. It's not something. <laughs> <laughs> Brilla
1: just I I think she came off badly because she didn't want to discuss this and it seemed like Gil (laughs) I don't know what he wants I mean he wants her back but I I don't know what he was hoping to get out of this and so I think she came off really horribly but then when you look at it it's like but she didn't really do anything that terrible Mm -hmm. so they talk about how they're both not dating at the moment And Gil is just like, I just want someone that wants me. (laughs) Uh, And Kevin, you know, says there's a long line because, you know, Jen is there and her compatriots are all waiting. (laughs) That was kind of it for the sad story of Gil and
0: Mirla. I was kinda glad she stood up for herself because he mentioned money yet again and Merla just said him straight and was like, this is you projecting your insecurities. And that really is the summary of it all. And also she kept saying disingenuine. And I'm like, is that a word? Isn't it disingenuous?
1: That would be right, yes. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Um, I think you might've alluded to this Jen, but there was a part where he said, never have I been insecure about someone being with me, but now it's my number one insecurity. And I'm like, what is that? What (laughs) does that mean? We rewound. I got
1: my husband in. I'm like, what does this mean? What is he saying? But then we have a guys sit down and all the guys sit together and chat with Kevin and Kevin asked them if it made it any easier, you know, going through this together and Zach said it made him mentally stronger to have the support. And there's no animosity between the guys. They all like each other today. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, eh, that part where you date bow. Wonder if that'll still be the case.. So then they do a flashback to when they all first met each other and they show Gil on the pole at the bachelor party. And Kevin said, Jose, you had, really had an impression with that. And it's so funny to me. Like, I I completely forget about the bachelor and bachelorette parties once we're in this thing. I was like, that is right. Gil's pants split at the bachelor party. Um, I remember that, actually. <laughs> And then we have um, Kevin tries to say that we're not knocking sensitive men, but then they do a compilation of every time that Zach and Johnny cried.
2: <laughs> Sponsored by Kleenex. Huh.
1: And then that leads to a discussion where Kevin asks Johnny about why he leaves during emotional moments, and Johnny is like, "When? When do I leave?" Then he does a little. <laughs> <laughs> and he changes it from, well, when I need to take a minute and I don't want to direct negativity towards my wife, walking away and taking a break um, was for the best. But then she would make it seem like I was walking away from the conversation. Why does Johnny think we don't have eyes? <laughs> First off, whether you leave to calm down or you leave to whatever, to avoid saying mean things, you left. Okay? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And then, oh, she made it seem like I was walking away from conversations. We watched
2: you walk away from conversations. That's not Bow's fault. That's your fault. Yeah, we had. There are producers in the room. Like, what are you talking about? There were. We saw this poor little white lady in glasses trying to get you to come back. What were you talking about? <laughs> Ryan
1: admitted to leaving for a few days, but he said they stayed in communication. But he needed his bed. Like, that's one of those moments where I'm like, it might have just been better for you to just not say anything.
0: (laughs) There's really nothing. But to be fair, there's nothing Johnny could say that would be redeeming. Like, he's already in the hole.
1: Yeah, no way to dig out of it. Gil gets props from everyone for never leaving or getting angry. He says there were moments he wanted to leave, but he swallowed his pride and talked it through. And, you know, you live to fight another day. Gil gets more credit for his patience. And then Johnny and Zach compliment Gil and say he did great. And then they say that classic line, like, I wish we had those problems instead of the problems we have. You didn't have to have the problems you had. You were the problem (laughs) that created the problems that you had. (laughs) It's just such a weird thing to be like, oh, I would have preferred to have your problems. I don't think people realize, like, you are no more capable of handling those problems than you are your own
2: problems. Yeah. In my notes. Big, I wrote in bold letters, you weren't Gil. You couldn't handle Mirla the way Gil handled Mirla. If y'all were in that situation, it would not have turned out the same. So don't say you'd rather have those problems because I promise you, if Johnny and Zach weren't getting laid for two months, please, they would not have had the patience of Gil if they weren't having sex. Get out of here.
0: Absolutely. They do not have the range.
1: -mm. Gil says that the stuff with Miller was very petty and that he loves that she's a go getter and it makes him want more, which I'm like, what are you saying? (laughs) (laughs) He's still trying to win her back. (laughs) It's just so inconsistent with what we've seen so far. Never, what is, I'm not motivated by money. (laughs) Where did that go? Kevin asked if they were all shocked when Gil and Miller broke up. Ryan says it was shocking. Um, they always seemed solid. Zach was rooting for them. Jose thought says he was shocked too. We find out that Johnny knows Mirla very well. Johnny says that he didn't see the negatives and they were the golden couple after Jose and Rachel. I Kevin makes another if, reference to how Gil's DMs are going to be full.
0: Which, that's facts too, though. But I don't know if Zach misspoke or if he just... He said... I didn't think it was going to work, but I'm a big fan of them. Did you hear that?
2: I missed that. I heard it too. But again, I think Zach is coming from a lens of himself and knowing (laughs) that his mess wasn't going to work. And so anything where people aren't smashing Clorox wipes on the table and (laughs) throwing around ping pong tables for him was probably a plus. Interesting.
1: Then there's a reference to like Rachel's friends and family, but certain people liked her single. Basically that Mirla and Rachel are good friends. So Mirla likes Rachel being single. Johnny, you know, takes a little credit for Jose and Rachel getting back together. Johnny's like, I told him, that he needs to hang out outside the house, like she wants to do things. And this is another indication that Jose really was not ready to get married because plug and play, like
2: Jen said. Yeah, it's it's weird that anybody takes relationship advice from Johnny. I will say, though, that his advice wasn't wrong.
1: And I wouldn't be surprised if Johnny is just a person who can look at other people's situations and offer a good tidbit here and there, with, but does not have the ability to look inward.
0: Yeah, because those who can't do teach. (laughs) (laughs) So then they show the montage of uh, Johnny and Jose and their bromance. And it made me nostalgic. Nostalgic of the Johnny that we all loved in the beginning before he turned on us. And Zach was laughing way too hard. I don't know why he was laughing that hard but jose seemed emotional about the whole thing and then jose kept saying that he was a support mechanism is that a thing guys it's
1: like this is the way jose talks though like i don't know he he inserts words where they don't need to be he tries hard and i think it he thinks it makes it sound smarter but you could have just said like a supporter a support system any of the other words we all know yeah, but yeah. he said it more than
0: once and I was so irritated. I was like, what is a support mechanism?
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's he, he's definitely somebody that wants to sound way smarter than he is. And the only thing I kept thinking that entire package that they showed of the two of them was like, Is Johnny looking for a dad in Jose? Cause <gasps> it felt real like I don't have a dad, I don't have a relationship with my dad. You're somebody I can have dad-like conversations with. You're my dad. And that was the whole thing. Every time they hugged, every time he, Johnny, <laughs> with his way too tall stature, hugged <laughs> Jose's tiny stature. Um, and when Jose was like, yeah, I got you. And, and Johnny was like, yeah, I just want to be just like you. I was just like, is this your dad? It was so weird and edipal to me, their relationship.
1: You guys through Jan
2: with the hot take
1: I have breaking news Jamie is no longer hosting unfiltered
2: (laughs) (laughs) it doesn't say who's doing it huh okay yeah I think I gonna get a crying a post of her crying in her car soon she has a very, oh,
1: goodness. I mean, she did say the rug was ripped out from underneath her, but she has a very positive um, post about it. Anyway, sorry, guys. Where were we?
0: Um, Did anybody else have anything else with the guys group scene? Before? No,
1: those, those are always boring. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and it's always weird when they do it, when they haven't spoken to um all the couples, and then they have all of them together, because it's like an episode of Unfiltered. You can't give anything away. Anyways, to the couple that I think I was looking forward to the most because I'm addicted to their crazy, Michaela and Zach. So drama queen Michaela decides that she doesn't want to share a space with Zach, that things are not bad, but she just wants to protect her energy and not be interrupted. So we have Michaela in a room, we have Kevin in whatever room he's in, and then we have Zach in another room just watching and getting agitated. So Zach is picking at his beard, which is such a pet peeve for me. Jeff used to do that a lot. I don't know. I just, it, it just irks me when men pick at their beard. Um, Michaela says she learned that she needs to manage her impulsive, decisive behavior. She That's a very nice word for what happens to her. Um, <laughs> she says that her issue with Zach was the lack of forgiveness, grace, and compassion And that he it it seemed like he was always waiting for the next issue, and that stressed her out. Guys, I know that Michaela is, like, you know, out there, but do you think she has a point? Because I kind of think she had a point. Like, her being on eggshells because, you know, you don't know, you don't want to fail the person because, you know, you have this flaw. And then you always have to watch everything
1: that you do. You never really, like, relax and be yourself. I get it, kind of, but I'm also like, he didn't become this way on his own. Don't get me wrong, Zach has many issues, but yeah. his fear of you flipping out comes from you flipping out, and that's not his fault.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I just, it's 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 tough. Like I see both of their sides, and they're both terrible, and that, yeah, I, I understand if you've done something once, and you kind of want to be forgiven for it. And but if every time you're talking to that person, they're breaking down and crying and saying they can't get past this thing, like how do you get past that thing? And you would end up being on eggshells. So, but at the same time, you're giving him a reason to be on eggshells. So it's this very, you know, chicken or the egg, which one came first, where they just and I again, if somebody is described as Hurricane K, they should not be on this show. So
0: they play a montage of their ups and their downs and Kevin tries again and there'll be multiple times of this to have Zach in the same room and Michaela insists and says no. So instead they bring in Sharifa, her sister.
1: And I l- I like Sharifa's dress. Michaela's dress was
2: terrible. Oh Michaela's necklace instead of M I C should have just been N O. That was terrible.
1: And I was like, what is the M-I-C? Those are not her initials.
0: It is the exorcism of Michaela Imani Clark. Oh, okay.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I could, the funny thing is I couldn't remember her name, but I was like, I don't think her initials are M-I-C. It's kind of cool because it's also the first three letters of her name, right? Okay, sorry, sorry. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, um, Kevin asked her, you know, she built a relationship with Zach and how does she feel about him now and Sharifa is like I'm indifferent now and the problem that they had is that they both wanted to be right Um, Michaela says that she thinks that Zach was playing with her emotions and brings up the whole one month anniversary and you know they slept at a hotel and it was like a pick me up and they were making out and touching and stuff and Zach told her don't tell anyone we did that. And if you do, I'm going to deny it. Listen, Zach has many faults, but he just doesn't sound like, like Zach. I
1: just, but what the is best. the benefit to Michaela to lie about this? I'm not sure who to believe, but what do you think the benefit to her is to lie about that?
0: I'm not going to try to make sense of Michaela's brain. There's no benefit, but that would be the best line if you're trying to catch someone in light, because they are going to say, no, it didn't happen. And then she's going to be like, see, mm-hmm. <laughs> you did say did. you were going to deny it. And she did. She absolutely <laughs> exactly did. exactly what happened. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, I don't know. But the benefit is it makes Zach look like a bad guy. Which is the best way to get back to him, because Zach hates looking like the bad guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so, Kevin says, like, he's very confused because... She, he heard that after decision day, she moved in with him, and she goes, "No, I didn't moving with him, but I went back to his place." And Kevin is all like, "But he asked for a divorce. What are you doing?" And, and she's like, "I know, I know." But then Michaela says that she was there for seven days, cooking, cleaning, having sex.
1: <laughs> I, I, I'm using was that voice. It such an odd but... description.
0: Yes. Exactly. It's 2021. This is still your image of what a wife should be cooking. There is DoorDash. There is Uber Eats. <laughs> Ain't nobody asked you to do all that to make you a good wife or whatever. So yeah, Michaela. Um, mute all this while Zach is making faces, and then <laughs> she says that Zach made a comment that you know she thought she was staying there and they were playing house but then zach says that she was
1: mooching <laughs> it was just, i was like Michaela, a- did you have a place to live during this time or did you like were you a homosexual did you move in with zach because you had nowhere else to go
2: but also she's a real estate agent isn't she if you truly need some place to go you got keys to countless places in the city
1: if you would like to stay a real estate agent, you do not go <laughs> sleep at your listings. Or maybe that's why I'm not one.
0: <laughs> also, for the fact that her sisters are always there for her, I'm sure she had somewhere to stay. So I don't understand that choice to be with Zach. So anyway, she says that, or she claims that, I feel like I should say allegedly for everything. You <laughs> because nothing ever sounds true, but She apologized and then she sent a text that perhaps they shouldn't be together, but she still wants to get to know him, which just sounds like what he said. I'm going to say no and get a divorce, but I'm still going to date you. So anyways, she says Zach said that he accepted that. and But then the next day after saying that, she invited him to meet up in a dog park. And when they get there, he just tells her, like, I want to be cordial in the presence of other people and Zach is like no this is not what happened and I'm like why is Kevin not asking the questions we want to ask there was no questions they were not addressing the exorcism at the ranch there was no lying to Dr. Pepper and playing the rolling the tape back like I'm hoping this is not it with their
2: segment what do you guys think
1: oh yes I'm gonna need more
2: yeah I feel like there's more coming, but I don't think we're going to get the answers that are going to be satisfying. I think the two of them are going to argue about semantics and who said what, I don't think we're going to get to a place where we have a resolution about what happened. And part of me wants to believe that yes, Michaela lives in an alternate reality, but Mm -hmm. Zach told on himself, which leads you to believe that maybe she doesn't totally live in the alternate reality. So remember when, I'm trying to remember who brought it up. One of them said, or Kevin must have said to Zach, Well, you said that you wanted to work on your relationship. And then mm-hmm. Zach says, Well, that doesn't mean we're going to be together. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Wait, what? So it, it's comments like that that make me not think this is 100% Michaela's because he talks out of both sides of his face and he says things that are normal competent human would assume to mean a but in his mixed up renaissance man brain means (laughs) and so that's the problem that i think they have is that he says to your point a that he's trying so hard to be the nice guy that he doesn't actually say what he means he says something that's close to the truth but with Michaela, you got to set her straight. She is A, B, black, white. You can't give mm-hmm. her any wiggle room on that. And that's something that he could never figure out in their communications. And that goes back to, again, I agree that somebody said, all right, we're going to say, when they were at the cabin, when I assume off camera, they had a conversation about this. And then when they were on camera, he said something totally different, which is why she lost her mind. And I think this happens a lot. And so I, I, I want to give her some grace to think that yeah he says things that in his brain mean a but again to every other human being actually means b i think the difference is that like somebody like bao is going to ask a lot more questions Mm -hmm. and which is why she's got the shorthand now to confirm what he actually means but they just didn't have a place to do that so i i can't give her a thousand percent of this because he tells on himself all the time where he says this and me and means this and it, they just don't ever match. So I, I really think he went in there. He planned to be cordial. And I think if he had gone first, it may not have blown up. But I think because she went first, he lost his top. He blew his top, whatever that phrase is properly. Oh, my God. I'm talking like, you know. Um, but he lost it. I think he really did plan to be cordial and if he had gone first it would have been different
0: i gotta tell you jen i don't think it matters the order they're just and they always end up in a blow up they just irk each other mm-hmm. they know how to push buttons for people who only knew each other eight weeks they just know how to push the buttons but you're right you're right i mean last episode i was like zach is a fuck boy they, <laughs> pair that up with being an ineffective communicator it's like a terrible combination but he does say one thing and do the other. But I think the one thing I will give him, I don't even know this man, is it's just hard for me to imagine Zach say, don't tell anyone we slept together.
1: Or is it hard to imagine? (laughs) I just, I I cannot pretend to understand Michaela, but I'm just like, what do you get from this lie? (laughs) Um, The perception that he, like more credence to your argument that he's very confusing. Why do you need that? Um, the perception that he wants you once again, why do you need that? Yeah, I find them very chaotic. Yeah, the fact that they're they're not together, they never had a good relationship. It's like, do you guys enjoy this? And neither one of them, this is a fatal flaw with both of them, will ever try to take the high road. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you can say what you want about Ryan, and maybe he just brought me over to his side last night. <laughs> but I do think he 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 picks the whole I'm not I, I'm disengaging.
0: <laughs> and yeah.
1: Kayla and Zach never take the opportunity to disengage.
0: Yeah. That and the fact that both of them always say they're done and they're never done. <laughs> yeah. Like if they actually stuck to being done, this can all be avoided. So well Kevin tries again to get Zach into the room. And of course, Michaela is like, nope, 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 nope. They're done. I never want to talk to him again. I don't need closure. And that's it. Zach, on the other hand, is trying to go on. He's frustrated. I don't even know why her sister came. I don't think her sister added anything to the conversation. So Zach tells us, oh, it is Zach's turn right now. And Zach says, again, talking out of his ass, he was excited to come and see her. Like, you can't say all these things about this woman and then say, oh, you're excited to come and see her, but you've said all these negative things about her. So he thinks that things went wrong when she moved out the first time. Um, they ask him about the couple's retreat, and he says he just feels like, you know what, everything is his fault, and he abandoned her. And Michaela is on the other side saying, no, you didn't. Um, Am I missing something? Didn't she tell Dr. Pepper that he did? Uh, That was what she did when she was playing victim? So this is why Michaela is a little bit frustrating because it's like, depending on what suits her argument, that's what she's going to roll with. So um, Zach says that he feels like Michaela always thinks that he wants to make her look bad versus her taking responsibility for her own actions Michaela is giving side commentary in her room and is saying that no she always takes responsibility for her actions he says that he wishes he could have left because this is the worst relationship he has ever been in and he wants to make it clear to us not just romantic like working
2: relationship <laughs> friendship relationship. Third <laughs> coach at that guy
0: But yeah, this is the worst relationship he's been to. Kevin says, um, but you said things that made her feel like you had feelings and brings up decision day. And Zach is still saying, I don't get it. Okay, what's confusing about what I said? To Jen's point, Mm -hmm. Zach is in his own world where he Mm -hmm. speaks his own language and we are here (laughs) interpreting it differently. And yes, again, he said we could work on our relationship, but that doesn't mean we'll be together. I don't know what relationship you're working on, Zach, but he's getting fired up all over again. I think Zach doesn't know how to communicate when it's interpreted wrongly from what he means. He gets irritated, and then he gets fired up, and then he goes even worse (laughs) with his communication, and then he spirals, and then it's just a shit show from there, so... Zach um doesn't give a fuck anymore because he's like I've questioned myself, but now I know it's not me. It's just how she is. Everyone said it. Her sisters said it, and he knows that marriage is hard, but should it be this hard? That's question. Kevin asks him, "Did you have sex on your one month anniversary?" And he goes, "No." And Michaela is like, "I said it. He said he would deny it, but..." I don't know, I don't know, if she's lying, this is the best lie to create and Michaela just decides, I'm going in, what the fuck, in- two minutes ago, she said, I'm done I don't want to talk to him anymore, I don't need closure, I don't need anything but she walks into the room, sits down, crosses her legs and just sits there and Zach is like, no, 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 no I'm not doing this and I don't want to do that and that's how the episode ends but I don't I'm think not- it's fair for Michaela to get to sit there.
1: No, my favorite thing about Zach and Michaela is I'll watch them, I'll be annoyed with both of them. But Michaela always tips it over the edge to make sure that I'm on Zach's side. <laughs> you insisted <laughs> you insisted that you were not gonna sit down with him and that was not his preference. And and because you have no impulse control, or maybe you're just a liar, the you then do a quick one 180 turn and decide, oh, I'm going in there to talk to him. What is wrong with you? You made that choice and now you need to stick to your choice.
2: Which is crazy. Well, I think I mean, I'm not to calling your sister saying that they just need to be right. Like you can't, either, neither one of them can just sit there and go, well, you said what you said. I don't agree. I'm going to leave it alone. Like, no, no, I need to be right. And in a way that is not helpful for either one of them. So mm-hmm. yay Sharifa for hitting the nail on that head.
0: Yeah so we did not get um johnny and bao i think they were only the only couple left i think they're saving the worst for last and uh, best for
1: last (laughs) (laughs) hey.
0: so i don't know that was about it i don't i i hope kevin goes harder i don't like this separate couples thing i I want all of them to be in the same room together i want receipts i want tapes rolling and people addressing what we all just watched in real time so hopefully we get more of that with the experts lying next week
2: (laughs) (laughs) yeah anything else you guys want to get off your chest yeah, I'm actually looking forward to the experts next week because I'm wondering maybe if this is the end of their contracts. And so maybe <laughs> they're going to have to earn their checks for next season. So maybe they're going to redeem themselves at this point again to if if what, a, what aid via Ryan said was true, that the experts really don't have anything to do with the matching, that – maybe they feel more free to give their opinions about the different relationships. So I'm actually kind of looking forward to seeing what happens once the experts get in there.
1: I expect the experts to do what they always do, which is come on here and tell some lies. Just saying. Lies, lies, <laughs> lies,
0: lies, lies, But um, how many seasons were they renewed for? It was three, right? I was trying to see if they've completed the whole seasons. If it was three? Boston, and then San Diego. And then we'll see Dr. If Dr. Pepper comes back, I will be very surprised.
1: So they were yeah. renewed for six seasons after season 11. So there will be a season 12 through 17. And this is season 13, which means there's four more seasons after this.
0: Okay. All right, guys. Uh, Jen, before we go into Bouquet and Ashes, did you have anything else about any couples, anything about this reunion that you wanted to share with the people?
2: No, actually have fallen in love with a new couple today. And that is you, Tane and Aid. You guys are awesome. Thanks, Jen, for how you put all of this together and your questions and your recaps. So to be in the, uh, to see how the uh, sausage is made has been great. So thank you for inviting me. I enjoyed this time today.
0: Aw, thank you for coming on. But we're not letting you off the hook yet because Jen, who has your bouquet for the
2: week? Oh, and. After everything I've said, people are going to find this surprising, but my bouquet of the week goes to Ryan, not because of his time with Brett, but because he called out Mirla for liking single Rachel. So (laughs) (laughs) that was something I wasn't expecting. But for him to throw that out there and be like, well, somebody was invested in Rachel being single. And I was like, dang, (laughs) I did enjoy that. Aid, who has yours?
1: I'm gonna give it to Marla. I know that's very unpopular, but I'm glad she. I didn't think she and Gil were meant to be together, and I'm glad she broke it off, and is not wavering.
0: Yes. Um. Just a sidebar. My husband's a sideline watcher again because his background. While I'm watching, and he happened to walk in when. They said that they were not together. And he actually was like, yes, that is the right thing to do. They're not meant to be together. Gil is so insecure and he's holding her back. So he agrees (laughs) with you, AJ.
1: (laughs) Who has your bouquet?
0: My bouquet goes to Brett and Ryan. I don't know if I gave them one the entire season, but that's not why. I gave it to them because I think they handled this well they both acknowledge that there was nothing there. So there's no point in being mad. There's no point hanging on to anything. It's been four months. Let's just, it is what it is, and we move on
2: with our lives.
1: So Jen, who has your burnt ashes?
2: My burnt ashes go to Mirla's boots. Because- <gasps> <gasps> I don't like them <laughs> Reminded me of a Julia Roberts and pretty woman walking on the street in these tall ass boots. And I just I I Whatever. I can't with her boots. So I don't care how much they cost. They're ugly. The spikes are weird. You can't cross your legs. And I don't get it. So her boots.
1: I didn't like them, either. Tang, I who has that. your burnt ashes? <laughs> My burnt ashes goes to Michaela Imani Clark because I just can't.
0: You cannot make all that huff and puff and say that you don't want this man, you don't want closure, you don't want him to interrupt you, you don't want him to say anything, and then you walk your little ass over there and sit there and antagonize him to be there in the same room. That's ridiculous. I agree a thousand percent.
1: Who has yours, Aid? Mine is Jose. Simply because I want her, but I don't want her stuff. Mm. I- what, and, and also Rachel a little bit too like take an example from your girl Marla. the thing is dead kill it yeah <laughs> Yeah,
0: you're right but do you notice that with each couple there's someone that wants to be married so bad they're just like overlooking the red flags the Gil the Jose the Michaela like just let it go <laughs>
1: uh, you're right you're right and it's actually a fatal flaw, and also one of the things that makes the show and the marriage is successful. The point is is that people are supposed to come into this really wanting to be married, but with all things, you can take it too far,
0: yeah,
2: you gotta be married to the right person, absolutely, and sometimes you also have to be the right person, none of these right people for their yes, yes. <laughs> at all.
1: jen thank you so much for coming on this week being our first guest that we've ever had on this podcast we really appreciate it and let everyone know where they can find you
2: Perfect. Thank you. This was so much fun. This is the first time I've been a guest. So hopefully um, I don't make you lose listeners through this process, but um, I can be found at wise and wine podcast and you have to do podcasts because I did not check to see if there were other podcasts with the same name and there indeed are. So (laughs) mine is the wise and wine podcast and you can find me on Instagram, Spotify, anywhere where podcasts are found.
1: That's it for this week. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at AlterCallMAFS. That's A-L-T-A-R-C-A-L-L-M-A-F-S. We love hearing from you guys on social media. Don't forget to find Jen too at Wise and Wine Podcast.
0: Yes we're available anywhere that you listen to podcasts thank you so much for your support and for listening to our show don't forget that you can listen to bonus episodes on our patreon which is patreon.com also call mafs go check it out don't forget to subscribe anywhere you listen to podcasts and please give us a five-star rating on apple podcast and we will talk to you next week for part two of the reunion bye bye,
1: bye.